This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip, then you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon, a real girl. You guys sent in questions, and today I have a friend to help me help you. Nikki Limo is a comedian and the exact same mix as me, which is... Filipino and white, half and half. half and and half. not only that, but our dads are the Filipino ones, and our moms are white, I which know. is really rare. Yeah, it's imp- quite impressive, actually. Yeah. Maybe I would date a Filipino boy, but I haven't <laughs> in the past. I've The m- most I've gotten is like a, a quarter Filipino guy. He really looked like a tan white guy. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just feels like I'm kissing my cousin. <laughs> or, Which I've... N- <laughs> I just really like white guys a lot. Yeah, you know, that seems to be the trend with me. Mostly I just like guys that make me laugh. And they just, I just happen to live in a lot of white neighborhoods, I think, <laughs> because I I don't know. I just haven't really run into a lot of people. Well, first of all, I don't leave my house. So that's Same. a problem yeah. with meeting people. And then the people that I end up like I met my husband through work and <gasps> it was uh, he was a, he's a comedian. So he made me laugh and he happens to be white. So there You're you so go. lucky. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> thank. Is that the proper response? <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of questions that were sent to us, and I figured that you'd be a great candidate to answer some of these. Well, thank you. I, I've answered some questions in my lifetime. <laughs> You're well equipped. Okay, we're just going to jump right into it. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, from the first person, the subject line is sending this while eating a bag of Cheetos. Okay, first mistake. Yeah, when's the last time you had Cheetos? And not, I don't, I think when I was in elementary school, someone, I used to love Cheetos, I called them Bones, because I don't know, they That's like weird. Bones, I don't know. <laughs> I call a lot of things weird names. Uh, didn't have friends, weirdly. Um, <laughs> I kind of see the through line. Yeah, uh, but then some kid told me that the Cheeto dust like rots holes in your brain, and I believe everything I heard back then, especially since this kid was a third grader and I was a first grader, so stop <laughs> Stopped eating Cheetos, haven't looked back. Wow. <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I like the taste of Cheetos. It's just like the remnants of it on your finger, I don't yeah. think is worth, like the return of investment is not worth it. Oh, see, that's the part that I loved and I was scared of it rotting holes in my brains. I'm a fatty, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, every, every time I've gone on a diet, like I one time was just addicted to French fries, right? <sighs> and I love French fries and I was like pretty overweight when I went through puberty. So I convinced myself that I was allergic to French fries and like they were poison and I was gonna like have like a crazy allergic reaction where it would like send me to the hospital. I convinced myself that that was real so that I would stop eating French fries. And you, and I did French for, fries? I stopped for five years. 
Oh my god! And then I took it back up again when I you took it back up again. <laughs> I was right. really broke in LA. <laughs> I haven't. I keep eating French fries now. I wish I had a better French fry story. I just have never quit eating them. Yeah, don't. I won't. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> okay, here we go. He says, uh, I think this is a guy, I've been following you for years now, and something that I admire about you is how fun you make being active and eating healthy look. Oh, this is perfect Aww. for right now. Also, your openness while eating damn good pasta. <laughs> I've been struggling for a while with body positivity and the process of becoming healthy in all aspects. Any advice? Wishing you all the best and sending love, the trying Cheeto. I guess it's a girl, maybe. I mean, I guess I, I don't really know. Maybe. Everyone has body issues. You know, we won't judge. Um, I think, you know, this is a hard one for me to answer because I am not a picky eater. So when I give up foods, I there's just so many foods that I can still eat that I love. Okay. Um, I love broccoli. I love vegetables. Not, I like, You're not relatable I love anymore. Fruit. I know. I'm so <laughs> not relatable. I guess like, okay, so I love pasta. Mm-hmm. I love that, all that stuff. Uh, but I just switched over to quinoa and brown rice pasta at Trader Joe's. And Ooh. it tastes bomb. It's like the same thing. So whenever I switch something and it tastes the same to me, yeah. it doesn't really feel like a sacrifice. That's nice. And I feel like healthy eating isn't as hard as people make it seem. Like people think, oh, I have to eat a salad at lunch. No, you don't. You know, I freaking hate salads. That's like one thing I hate. I like everything in the salad, but I hate the green part of the salad. The salad part? Yeah, you don't have to eat a salad. It's, <laughs> that's not the only healthy thing on the planet. Yeah. Well, in regards to body positivity, like, I know that every day I'm like, oh, my jeans don't fit. But like, have you ever gone on a crazy diet where maybe you're not eating even brown rice or like ate like 500 calories or just tried not uh, to eat at yeah. all? Yeah. Um, definitely had an eating disorder in high school. Um, this is probably not a great yeah, positive down. thing, but uh, you you can keep it in because I think that makes me more relatable. <laughs> and you need anything. I you need can anything. Please to. like me. Just like I'm broken. I'm flawed. Just like me. <laughs> you're young and you're married. I feel Thank like you. that's what we should be highlighting. As a curvier person. Yeah, that's because we're Filipino. I feel like we have like genetically and inherently already like we we're thick. Yeah, we're supposed to climb coconut trees. Like <laughs> what the f- we're supposed to have thighs and like muscles and like chunky legs and hips that bear children yeah. and all that stuff. And so when you try to fit the mold of what you see in magazines or now on social media, mm-hmm. you know, of just everybody like looking thin. Although I will give you this, this generation loves the booty which wasn't a thing when I was growing up. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. I'm like, yeah, I got a booty, but what about this waistline? Um, (laughs) You can have one without the other. It's a two-for-one deal. Right, and I think that going to body positivity is just accepting the things that you have and instead of hating them, like like embracing them because everyone would make fun of my butt when I was a kid. They were like, your butt's so big. And I like cried because I like didn't want a big butt. Yeah. But then now... Everyone's like, oh, my God, your butt is goals. Like, (laughs) you don't know what you have that's one day going to be the enviable thing. Right. So hating on yourself for things that you think are problems is just a waste of time and energy. Um, And I still struggle with it. It's not like I'm totally cured and beyond it. Um, I I mean, right now I'm having a problem with, like, bloating issues. And I feel like I I think I have um, an candida overgrowth. (gasps) And I'm so I'm on a diet right now that's just to get rid of that overgrowth. See, now I diet for like actual health reasons. Yeah, which is by the way, candied anything, I'm in. That sounds so good. It's no, not candied, Megan. Oh. Candida. 
it's a yeast. It's hi. Do you have a boner? Um, <laughs> but it sucks. I hate dieting. I'm just all for the non-restrictive. Just love what you're eating. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think like eat what makes you feel good. I don't want to quote Khloe Kardashian, but it sounds like I'm already about to. <laughs> I mean, I also don't know the quote, so I don't know why I brought her up. I, then it's, it's your quote. It's my quote. <laughs> it's like, eat like a salad for health, but then eat a cheeseburger for your, your mind health or something. But it is true. Like, for like five days, I don't eat carbs. And then on the weekend, I go buck wild. You go carb wild? Wow. Yeah, I do. To wrap this up, to, yes. like, what's the main tip that you would give a person that's struggling with body positivity because like I think everyone does even like Gigi Hadid probably struggles with it or like maybe she wants to be thicker like us and like we want to be like Kendall Jenner but I I think body positivity isn't a thing more than it is like I think it's more of a verb like it's a thing that you have to do every single day and be like ah well, at least, like, I have a body. and at Totally. Least it, okay, yeah, because once you injure part of yourself and you can't use that body part, you, it makes you so grateful. Oh, yeah, you're going through this right now. Yeah, I have a bum shoulder. <laughs> oh, once you get healthy, you're like, I am so grateful to be able to move the shoulder again. And you forget all the things that we take for granted. So my biggest tip would just be, like, embrace what you have and, like, be thankful for what you have. And also just, like, find the things that you love about yourself and just exploit them. Like, if you love your butt wear some jeans that make your butt look good and like make you feel good when you walk out of the house every morning or whenever you walk out of the house I don't know (laughs) my house I don't know your life you're eating (laughs) Cheetos okay (laughs) next question okay so I need some advice it's going to sound so ridiculous but I just need a female's perspective on this so it's a a guy I'm assuming I guess so and we're female so this is good for us we are female okay so this is a guy right it's a girl oh oh so she just wants a, another female's perspective. <laughs> yeah. Sad to say, I'm notorious for jumping from one relationship to another. So when my three-year relationship ended, I started talking to someone else a couple of weeks after. We talked for about two months when he asked me to be his girlfriend. At this point, I kind of already had doubts about him. But when I got introduced to him, I kind of had the option to pick between him or his friend. And I chose him because the other guy just seemed so douchey. So fast forward to February. I friend requested the douchey guy on Instagram because we kind of had had a back and forth conversation at a birthday party. I had no intentions with adding him, but then he started messaging me. Nothing too crazy, just small talk here and there, joking about random things. Then last week, I was going to a birthday party. She goes to a lot of birthday yeah, parties. Yeah, a lot of parties. I've never been jealous. To this many. <laughs> and that night, I ended up getting really drunk and going home with him. I felt so guilty and panicked the morning after because I was unsure of what exactly had happened and of course felt even worse because he's friends with the guy I talked to previously. I know it seems so naive of me, but I have been trying to continue to just kind of use him for hookups. Or should I say pretending to use him for hookups in hopes that he might fall for me and maybe something will actually become of it. Signed, a hopeful hookup. Hmm. Wait, so she's dating the first guy? She dated one guy and then... And then they broke up? I guess they just kind of fizzled out, but then the douchey friend of his... I see. She ended up, like, talking to and now wants to be with the douchey guy. Why would you want to be with a douchey guy? I mean, question number one. Right. You make a good point. Uh, I mean, well, here's the thing about women. Uh, I, I feel like 
girls like to be treated poorly for some reason. Yeah, it's not that we like it. It's that I feel like our subconscious attracts that yeah. depending on whatever issues we had during childhood. Well, that's what it is. I think the, the love that you got as a child yeah. with your father, you try and emulate and search for whenever you're an adult. So, like, if you have a closed-off father, you kind of want someone that's stoic and stone-faced yeah. to, like, well, give you, you attention. Even if you hated that relationship with your father, even if you're like, I'll never be with someone that's like that, uh, you just naturally attract it because subconsciously, that's how you define love. Yeah, and that's y- exactly it. <laughs> We've broken the walls yes. of philosophy. Now you just need to realize that and decide if that's a pattern you want to want to continue mm. or if you want to set a new definition for love. That's something that I had an epiphany about right before Steve and I started dating. Not right before. It was after my last boyfriend broke up with me because that was a terrible, unhealthy relationship. Very much the definition of like uh, that stonewalled like dad love. Just, <laughs> just really stonewalled dad Please love. love me. You're not loving me enough. Yeah. Uh, I need your love. So I realized that I had said this pattern. I kept a daily journal. So I went back through all my old journals mm-hmm. and I realized I was repeating the same pattern over and over again throughout my relationships. I just wrote down what I wanted and what I was not willing to settle for anymore. <gasps> oh, that's good. Yeah. And it really helped because it then I went through that checklist when I would be on a date with somebody. And if they were throwing up any of those red flags that Honestly, I felt attraction for. Yeah. Like it was a red flag, but for some reason I was attracted to it. Mm-hmm. I would check myself and be like, this is on the list. We're not settling for this. Wow. Oh, he's depressed. I'm depressed. It doesn't work. You can't have two <laughs> we pull each thing. other down. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so self-aware. It thank you. <laughs> it's hard. Thank you. Have you ever before Steve? Have you ever fallen for a friend of whoever you've dated previously? No, you know what? It was backwards. So I fell for this guy, and then I ended up dating his friend who was the better guy. Okay, so he ended up being better. Yeah, but not. I didn't realize he was better until we started dating. Yeah. Like, he was actually, like, the real grounded. Like, that was my first boyfriend. I don't know. He was just, a like, a, a more of a relationship guy and would, like, do anything for me. Oh Whereas God. the other guy was more of a, like, cute skater boy, mm. you know? They both seem like catches to me. (laughs) Yeah. So this girl is trying to get this guy to fall in love with her. See, that's that's, hooking up. That's don't. (laughs) That's don't. Don't do that. Here's my tip: don't. (laughs) That's a no. Um. So I get that. I think we've all been there where Mm -hmm. we're like, uh, I think you're more into the chase than you are into the guy, right? Because if you're trying to get someone to fall in love with you that you've described as being douchey right and you only want to use him for hookups or until he falls in love with you it just sounds like you want the chase you want the conquest mm-hmm. of like i did it i got him to fall in love with me but i don't know if you're actually in love with him right well especially if the main adjective is douchey like that doesn't sound like someone would that would be worth a chase right but if he's rejecting you like think about That's- a guy that keeps like rejecting you or is kind of elusive all you want is to just like why doesn't he like me? Why? What's not? What's wrong with me? What? What is not good enough? I'm gonna just hit it even harder. Isn't that so backwards? That like so if a backwards. guy doesn't give us attention, we're like, it's our fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. <laughs> we're fine. And I think that's a big part of it. Is like you really have to know yourself first. You have to know what you bring to the table. What qualities that you have that are 
are valuable to the person that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't, it just you're just chasing chasing nothing yeah something that you don't even want in the end okay so a wrap-up tip for this don't don't do something better with your time honestly take a single break uh figure out what you like and what makes you happy in in your own personal life and then the the person that you find is just gonna make your life happier like you don't need them yeah because you're already happy but if someone comes along that makes it better then great. Yeah. But you'll know because if someone comes along and makes it worse, that's not the one. I completely agree. And I think this girl's going to have so many more birthday parties where she can find <laughs> other people that hopefully aren't douchey. So many birthdays. So many birthdays. It's just too many birthdays. How do you have that many friends? Uh, it must be nice. Okay, we're going to take a break while Nikki gives us a little extra piece of advice. Ooh. You can find it on meganbatoon.com slash podcast and we'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back. Hi. Nikki's here. Nikki, you just started a podcast too. I did. (gasps) It's called Shit They Don't Tell You, where we tell you all the shit that no one told you when they should have told you. That's such a great idea because I feel like the government slash everyone mm-hmm. keeps a lot from us. I like it's the government slash everyone. <laughs> slash everyone. We include everyone. Yeah, but also the government gets its own sector. <laughs> They're not a part of everyone. It's coming out. Okay. Yeah, it's coming out soon. It'll be just wherever you get your podcasts. We're uh, mostly on CastBox is our favorite place. But um, yeah, it's available everywhere. So Megan's our first guest on it. Yay! We're adorable. Okay, moving on. (laughs) We get this. Are you ready to continue to help others? I guess. I guess. I mean, what else are you going to do on a Tuesday? You know. In terms of wedding advice. Oh, okay. A lot of knowledge on this. And I have zero, so I'm going to be learning I'm all of this. I'm envious of you. <laughs> zero. <laughs> and I'm envious of you. Okay. As someone who's trying to be budget-friendly for my wedding, yep. what are your opinions on what you think can be skipped out of on a wedding? What are the least memorable parts of a wedding that we can consider leaving out? Favors? Flowers? Yes. All of that. From a frugal fiance 
Okay. Yes. Everything. It's all bullshit. Don't, don't even have don't it. Don't buy into it. No, seriously, it really, really is a scam. Like oh, I'm I, sure. I was budget friendly, right? But I was so naive about weddings because I had never looked up a wedding. I had never been to a wedding before my own wedding. Are you kidding? No. Like, not as a guest in my adult life. I had been when I was a child, but not in my adult life Whoa. had I been to a wedding. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. And my parents got married. They eloped on a Tuesday on their lunch break at the court at the courthouse. Yeah. And so I had nothing to go off of. So I really thought a wedding costs like a thousand dollars all in. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, because like the biggest party I'd ever thrown was my birthday parties. And I'm like, okay, that was like five hundred dollars was the biggest, most extravagant party I've ever thrown. Oh my this God. is like a double birthday party. A probably double like- birthday party. <laughs> Wedding slash double birthday yeah, party. Yeah, which it basically is if True. it wasn't all fancied up by this scam of an industry. Um uh, so I think it should cost a thousand dollars, but it doesn't. Um <laughs> I would say the thing that I I didn't think was going to be a big deal. Like I really didn't think I gave a shit about was the dress. And I ended up falling in love with the dress that I picked out and it was worth the extra money. I thought I was going to pay 200 bucks. I'm like, it's a white dress. Who cares? Oh my God. um, But yeah, I found like just, it was just the way it fit was like pajamas. It felt like pajamas, but it looked like an amazing body contour dress. It was gorgeous. Thank you. That part I didn't expect to fall in love with. I Mm -hmm. was really just cynical about that. Um, I thought it was just all hoopla and it can be if you want it to be, but I, I don't know. I liked the dress and I splurged a little on that part. Everything else. Okay. The most important music, booze. Yeah. Food. You got to have booze. Okay. You have to. You have to have an open bar. If you invite people to your wedding and you don't have an open bar, that's just mean. No one's going to come. No. Or, or the the people that really love you will come, but they'll they'll hate you. Like they'll, they'll resent leave. you. They'll leave before you say I do. <laughs> they will. And they'll find a really good excuse to leave. The um, excuse you don't have an open bar. Yeah. At your reception. <laughs> exactly. You already know. Uh, fortunately for our wedding, it was sponsored by Captain Morgan. I know. Which was so awesome. lucky. It was. Uh, they and they actually own the company that owns Captain Morgan. Also owns Don Julio mm-hmm. Tequila, uh, Crown Royal, Bourbon Bullet Whiskey, uh, Smirnoff Vodka. So we had a full bar, and they let me do uh, like five different. What are they called? The the drinks, the like specialty yeah, yeah. drinks. Yeah, and I got to name them cute names that yes. were themed with the wedding. But the guests, everyone was like hammered and they were having so much fun people have way more fun when they're drunk of course so the next would be the music like make sure you have good music and that's not really hard we had a dj and she was really budget friendly she was great awesome dj and just kept people dancing and then the food make sure if people are drunk they got to be eating food so make sure you have enough food i went really i was gonna go super budget friendly and go chipotle I love it. I love Chipotle. Or just but they didn't um deliver. So Chipotle doesn't deliver. They don't deliver. So and everyone that I would have pick up the Chipotle, like uh, oh yeah, we went to Chipotle right after the ceremony, just oh the bridal party. <laughs> we just went th- to the actual Chipotle restaurant in That's full so like funny. bride and groom 
costumes. What are they called? Costumes? Garb? <laughs> wedding garb? Garb. Costumes. They feel like a costume. It felt I, like a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how many times I, I've worn a wedding dress in a sketch. By the time right. it's my wedding day, it's not even it to be special. It didn't feel like it. it I'm just, like, where, where's my script? And especially since I did a lot of sketches with Steve, like that was how we <laughs> met. So it just felt like we were in costume for uh, filming a sketch. That's so funny. But yeah, so I ended up doing Trejo's Tacos. It was really budget friendly. It was a buffet style, mm-hmm. really good food. They had vegan options, all that stuff. And then photography like definitely splurge on photography because if you're going to be planning this for a year or however long you're planning this you want someone that knows what they're doing because that's all you have to remember that day by and I've seen people go low budget like really low budget on photography and they regret it because there's nothing left for them to like look at about that day all you have is your memory and and that's never good yeah and if the photos are shitty and blurries yeah blurries blurries blurries? (laughs) they just call them blurries they're not even photos (laughs) they're just blurries Have you seen my wedding blurry? Yeah. And if your memory was all drunk, then you, I mean, you have blurries in your head too. So definitely get a good photographer. Uh, the the going rate, which I did not know, $3,500 is the standard rate, like the base level for six hours of photography. Jeez. Yeah. You would think because the most expensive photos I had ever taken at the time were headshots. And yeah, okay. uh, those are extravagantly priced. They're mm-hmm. $800 is like the bottom level for a good headshots. Right. But the thing about headshots is you can take them again. You right. Could, that's why right, they're yeah. not nearly as expensive. So the reason why wedding photographers charge so much is because they have to be able to capture mm-hmm. the exact moment you guys kiss. The exact moment you give cake to each other, the exact moment you're throwing the bouquet. And if you don't have someone that's experienced with that, they are going to miss it. Yeah. Or you're going to have a blurry. What, <laughs> what a stressful job. My sister got married and I remember that she did a really budget-friendly wedding too and still shelled out so much, even for like the chairs. Yes. The chairs and tables alone. And oh my forks. God. Like, oh, we, we like, did plastic silverware. Oh, did you? We, yeah, we the place we catered from, I was just like, bring a bunch of to-go silverware. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. Just disposable plates and stuff because disposable napkins, who gives a shit? Yeah. You're at a wedding. You're not going to remember the napkin. I don't remember Who your remembers napkins? people's napkins? Also, invitations? Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, can we say fuck? We did. Fuck <laughs> those invitations. Yeah. We went to, originally, we were referred because our uh, wedding coordinator knew that we were on a low budget by the way low budget for us was 10,000 and under which is really ultra low budget in the wedding industry which sounded like a fortune to spend on a party but I guess that's like ultra low budget we ended up spending 18 Mm -hmm. um, total which I thought was pretty good but uh, didn't would never have expected to spend that much on on a day but um, so she knew our budget and she referred us to some um, really affordable, you know, printing wedding invitation maker people and their base level for like just a standard, nothing fancy, no pop outs, no, no maps, no anything. <laughs> just a standard invitation was eleven hundred dollars for <gasps> 80 invitations. Are you kidding me? Not even joking at all. This is egregious. And they know that you're going to pay for it because yeah. there's. Nowhere else, unless you oh need to no, me. there I is done calligraphy. You. you know what? There <laughs> is there is other places you could go because immediately when I got that email of the price, I didn't respond. I went immediately to Vistaprint yeah. and I uploaded. I actually I uploaded our engagement photos and it looked great. Like who keeps your wedding invitation? Yeah. No one. They put it on their fridge until yep. your wedding and they throw it in the garbage. Who gives a shit? Yeah, like you don't need to spend an arm and a leg on wedding invitations unless there's some like image thing where you're insecure about your relationship 
relationship and you need to put on a show, which I honestly think most people do when I was talking to the photographers. They're like, man, you're like the chillest bride we've ever worked with. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I started thinking about it and like, yeah, because I don't care about any of it. I care that I love my husband. That's it. Like, And I care that our family and friends are there. But if you only spent your life to get married like you yeah. were just like the goal was to get married and have a wedding and mm-hmm. get him to propose to you and you didn't really care about the guy or who it was then yeah your wedding day is like the most important day of your life and like you spent so much time planning and everything has to be perfect and yeah it's just one day and most of the guests have just blurries in their in their minds anyway, yeah, even after exactly. it exactly so okay as a tip for this Girl slash guy. The least memorable parts of a wedding that they consider leaving out. They asked for, like, favors and flowers as two of the things that they said. Yeah, favors, you can leave out, skip it. What's Uh, a wedding favor? Like, the little, like, you see exactly. You don't even remember when you go to the wedding. Like a a bottle of bubbles? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The little things that are on the table, like, that you can (sighs) take home. They're, like, sometimes they're, like, little baskets of candy or you know what you can take home this memory of me marrying my best friend exactly that's good enough and you could take home your drunkenness because you're welcome (laughs) for the open bar (laughs) and the flowers oh my god i had no idea because trader joe's you go there is five bucks for a bouquet okay i need all my bridesmaids to hold one so that's you know six times five that's 30 bucks Okay, <laughs> done. No, it was really expensive. And um, I would honestly, if I were to do it again, my my flowers were awesome. They were really amazing. And we got them at wholesale price because um, the girl that the florist we used was just starting out. And she just, you know, um, was giving us like wholesale prices That's for a good the flowers. Idea. Yeah, but it was still like $1,500 for a base, like just not even, these were not fancy bouquets. Like, I'm talking were, dandelions, yeah. weeds. <laughs> they, were, they were roses, but they were, t- it was small, like small bouquets. It did not like fill up a room, right? Yeah. And that was $1,500. Whereas at Michael's, they had really realistic looking flowers <laughs> like honestly like I if I were to go back I would have filled out more with the fake flowers from Michaels because yeah people can't tell they just want to see the when people walk into a room they're not examining every flower they just see colors yeah right so if you have like fake flowers that look pretty much like real flowers no one's gonna go up to them feel them and go oh she didn't <laughs> splurge on the real flowers huh and they die. They like, die. You you can't even take them home. You like at least the wedding dress I get to keep. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take that the flowers home and the wedding cake you should not spend a lot on either. Really? Yeah. I mean, I we I mean, did, I guess not many people We are... did a cupcake tower and oh, I thought that was it was great. The cupcakes were great and it was much cheaper. It's like 200 bucks as opposed to $1000 for a freaking cake. Yeah. I guess for this person, I would say as someone that's never been married but has been to a few weddings, yeah. the only thing I really remember, I remember your dress. It was gorgeous. Thank I remember you. the first dance you guys did like a comedy bit. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then I remember that you guys had an ironic ice sculpture uh-huh. <laughs> and that's really it yeah so like yeah i don't think you need to splurge so much unless un- except for the things that really matter to you which it was is so fun too like yeah. you really didn't need a much yeah that would be my biggest advice is um just have fun yeah like it's your day you only get that one day mm-hmm. like i think people spend most of the day worrying about it the whole yeah, time just have so much fun pressure. and if you have time 
do the DIY. I didn't have any time. If I had time, I would have loved to do DIY. I just didn't. So many DIYs on Pinterest. Yeah. And they look great. Yeah. I've done a, a quite a bit for my sisters. I burlap bows everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how much she spent, but she spent my time. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have time for one more question. Yeah. Let's Can do you it. help us? Okay. Here we go. Dear Megan, I'm not sure what to do. I'm currently in this weird phase of being dumped and seeing new guys. I miss my ex-boyfriend a lot, and we're still friends, so it is super hard to not be attached still. But I am also hooking up with a lot of guys and seeing new guys on the side. We got guys oh, everywhere. This is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I am being asked to commit to one of the guys I've been hooking up with. He's nice, but I don't think he's my type. I think I like the idea of him more than him personally. I'm not entirely sure what to do about this, though. I'm not sure how to move on from my ex and also what to do about this guy I've been hooking up with. Can I please have some advice? I'm struggling severely. I wish they... Oh, sorry. I say their name. <laughs> Crushed and crushing. I like it. Very good. Uh, no, guys. <laughs> Just like no. So no on the new guy that you're not really in love with. No on him. Why commit to somebody if there's no actual love there? Like, really. Like, it's just going to end and then you have to deal with another breakup. I know. So don't, like, really just don't settle. I wish they said their ages on this. That would be nice to know. Yeah. Because yeah. it definitely seems like a, like, a... a 18 to like 23 style question. Yeah, because if you're young, go nuts. Sure. Like, yeah. mess up your life. Like, just fail. Like, f just do all the mistakes. Nothing do it all. Like, I right don't now. have any advice for you. Just go nuts. But then, if you're older and you're actually serious, you're actually serious about finding someone that you really want to commit to for a long period of time, mm -hmm. if not forever, if you believe in marriage. Um, then don't with the games and the stuff. Like if you have an ex, let go of him. He's gone. It either is or let isn't. Go. Just get rid of. Don't follow them on social media. Don't be friends with your ex. Just don't. Like none. None of it. Being friends with your ex, I think, only works if both of you are repulsed by each other after the <laughs> yeah. relationship, or if there's like nuggets of a future. Exactly. Because other than that, what's the point? Exactly. It's just gonna hurt. Like, when if you still have feelings and they don't have feelings, because usually that's how it is. Always. One person still has feelings, the other one doesn't. And they're so they both can agree, like, let's just be friends. And one thinks that maybe eventually mm -hmm. they'll get together. And the other one's like, oh, no chance in hell. And that just it hurts. Why Why do you want to hurt? Why do you let, want <laughs> why, pain? Excuse me, quick question. Why do you want to hurt? Do you like this hurt? <laughs> do, <laughs> and most stop. people do. Here's the thing that I feel like she might be doing because if she just broke up with someone, I, it's almost like a rebound situation. Or there's like that rule that's like once you break up with someone, you have like the buffer and yeah. then you have the real relationship after that that first like weird sure. thing. But like, yeah, I don't know why she, why it's a question. If you don't think he's your type, then, right. then don't Then commit. it was just a buffer. But how if, – if it is a buffer and if someone's asking you to be in a relationship and you don't think there's a future but they do, you say, how do you say – No. You just go, no. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's say they – did they text you? Let's say they said it in person. Sure. <laughs> Will you be my girlfriend? Yikes. Megan. <laughs> gotta and go. you don't have feelings. I go, wow, look at the time. It's getting so late. I guess I yeah. should be getting home to someone I actually like. <laughs> I'd say if someone said that to me and I was in that position, yeah. I would say, you know what? I'm just going through a breakup right now. I'm not really in the position to mm -hmm. commit to somebody. Just, I mean, this is all true stuff. You just leave out the parts of like, I'm repulsed by your personality. <laughs> I don't really like you, but just the idea of you. Leave out that part. Leave out the truth yeah, is what you're but, saying. But give tr some truths that are real. Like, mm -hmm. um, the yeah, you did just 
get out of a relationship. Yeah, you do need some time to heal. Yeah, you're not in an emotional place to start a new relationship, obviously, because you haven't let this old guy go. Mm -hmm. So uh, those are truths. Um, When you find the right guy, there's no question about it. There's no like, oh, maybe what if? I don't know. Eh." It just is like, you know, right away. Um, like when I when I went on a date with Steve for the first time, I actually had another date set up for the Monday after oh with another guy, and I really liked the other guy that was the Monday date. But Steve and I—that's <laughs> I, his name, the Monday, Monday date. date. He's forever the Monday date. <laughs> And he was great. Like We started flirting way before Steve and I started flirting. But this guy was just taking his sweet time asking me out. And he yeah. was just kind of shy. So whatever. I was like letting it be slow. But I had known and, and really had feelings for Steve for years. And so when he asked me out, um, we went on a, our first date and we just clicked immediately. Like it confirmed everything I always thought could be true it confirmed everything and i was texting my friends at the end of the night do you want chicken or steak at our wedding because (gasps) i was that sure oh my god i love it (laughs) and it ended up happening and really i was being i i I didn't i was joking (laughs) about the wedding or steak we had vegan (laughs) carnitas we i remember your wedding yeah but i didn't know that it was actually gonna be be him for sure but i i was so sure about him then steve asked me out uh for monday and, <gasps> and he's I, the new monday day yeah i just canceled on the other guy and the other guy was great he was great but i wasn't like let me explore my options sure. you know i don't know let's see what's out there i was like no this is this is it this mm-hmm. is everything that he checks all my boxes it's like house shopping you whipped out your list <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and so i just think Subconsciously, if you have people as placeholders, yeah, um, you're the that place is being held. You're, it's not open for that the one to come yeah. in, and you don't realize that you're doing that. You don't realize that you're not even looking or open for the one when you're having someone else be there. That's very profound. Thank you. I feel like I mean I, we've been to psych. <laughs> we've been to the same psychics. Yes, uh, one of them told me that. To, I had a placeholder guy and she was like, he's holding the place of someone that is right for you. And this one isn't. But like how much, who knows exactly. <laughs> well, what? it's just good general advice, even if. I agree. Yeah. So if this if this girl not knowing the right one for her and mm-hmm. she's just trying to get over her ex-boyfriend, what's your main tip of advice for getting over someone? You know, yeah, date around, you know, that doing hookups and that kind of stuff is is fine. But Getting into a serious relationship where you are committing to someone who this person is basically saying, I would like to spend Mm -hmm. my life with you and or like at least a long period of time. I would like to enter a serious relationship. You can't leading them on and being in it is not making either of you happy. Yep. It's it's just that's a mess waiting to happen. So, yeah, date around. But um, when something's expired, then it's expired. Now you don't date that guy. Like, now you don't um, or hook up with that guy. Mm-hmm. You just go on dates with other people until something happens where you're like, oh, my God, I really like this person. They just, like, get me and I get them and they have – they see the world the same way. Yeah. Then, then stop there to go with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely keep your options open and and keep researching. But I I guess my main tip of advice, especially in the world we live in now with social media, would just be like, block them on every single thing. The X. 
the X. Yes. Yeah. Take everything that they gave you, anything that reminds you of them, put it in a box. If you're fully over them, burn it. Yep. If you're not, just keep it until you don't want it anymore. Uh, and also, it helps to keep a list. Or I don't know. I'm a list person. <laughs> Nikki, these lists. You I really like my lists. So do I. But I keep a list of all the reasons we didn't work. I like, did that too. Pros right? and cons. Yeah, because then, because I feel like your mind starts to romanticize mm-hmm. your ex relationship, and you start to convince yourself that maybe he was the one for you, and all this stuff. But if you have that list there of like why it didn't work and why they're not right for you, then you can refer to that and tell your brain like, no, you're being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I think that's great. Okay. Well, best of luck with, with your Yeah, good luck with life. all your boys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was our show. Thank you, Nikki, for helping out with all these questions. Thanks, Megan, for having me. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating and comment your two cents for this episode because why wouldn't you help these people in need? You're mean if you don't. You're mean. You're bad people. You're, You're like the government and everyone and everyone that's not telling us what we need to know. Uh, if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off Sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona because we don't want anyone to know who we are That's in sexy. this world. I don't want anyone to know who I am. We're covering up everything. But please like me if you do know who I am. <laughs> please like me. I just want to do a good job. I really do. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. 